welcome to Life's Lessons with Lainey. I am apologising, firstly, for those of you who actually were waiting to listen to my podcast last week. Unfortunately, life got in the way every time I tried to pre-record, and before I knew it, it was Sunday. So I do apologise. I have forgiven myself and realised I'm human and cannot always keep on top of my aims and objectives. Um, But hopefully I've got something quite exciting for you all to listen to this week. Um, Cool. So... Just going back to the last topic that we chatted about, or that I chatted about to you, um, it was the area, the topic of getting into the zone, how to ground yourself to be present and in the moment so that throughout your day when you face challenges um, or you're doing monotonous tasks that you really don't want to be doing, um, it was just some little tools that you can use to help you to be more present, to enjoy the moments and to learn more from them and to produce a better output. And I wanted to mention that because I was listening to a podcast this week and uh, the podcast, uh, actually it was a TED Talk, sorry, from Matt Killingsworth and it was called Want to be happier? Then stay in the moment. And interestingly, this uh, TED Talk spoke about how it's only when you're truly grounded and present and in your zone that you are at your happiest. Um, He actually managed to uh, produce an app and he collected thousands and thousands of of data points on people's happiness throughout their day um, to look at when they were at their happiest. And one of the questions on the app was, um, were you present when you were doing what you were doing or was your mind thinking of something else? And all the times when the mind wandered onto other areas, the people showed less happiness. So I thought that was really interesting. So maybe as a byproduct of trying to get in the zone and be more productive and um, get through your day, actually, you'll be more happy for it. Um, If you're curious about the app that he created, I'm not sure if it's still available. It was on the iPhone. It's called Track. Oh, sorry. The website is trackyourhappiness.org. Um, And I'll write down the name of the TED Talk and I'll write the website on the notes for this podcast as well. So following on from um, the topics that we've spoken about in the last three podcasts, I wanted to share um, a book that's actually, uh, it's interesting because the book is to do with relationships, um, but one of the the main thing that's come out of it for me is actually about having a strong sense of self Um, and it kind of pulls on things from my last three podcasts about yourself as a human being regardless of being in a relationship with somebody um this the tools that i'm going to show you this week you can use in your work you can use them in your personal life with your children um yeah so i will get into that now so I started, um, when did I, I met my husband seven years ago, something like that, eight years ago, Um, and this many years on, I decided maybe I'd read a book about relationships, you know, check that I'm doing everything right, and try to try and um, deepen our connection so we can explore the next seven years or 70 years together, really happy and enjoying it, feeling fulfilled. So the book, again, I'll put this in the notes, is called Intimacy and Desire, by David Snarch. And this book, I have to say, when you pick it up, 
is pretty intense. I'm a visual person. I like pictures and I also like touching tactile things. So a few hundred pages is just very daunting for me. But, you know, I gave it a go. And actually, one thing I wanted to share is that I wish that somebody had given me this book when I was 15, when I had my first ever relationship or started thinking about boys or maybe a bit younger than then. I can't really remember back that far. It's like a Bible. It basically explains how you can go through any relationship in your life and still stay strong to your values and your beliefs as a human being. I know sometimes I'd go into relationships and I'd question so much about myself that I'd give myself all this grief and I'd become really unhappy for a period of time and I'd live with regrets looking back at things and wish I'd done things differently and actually what I'm going to teach you today or share with you today um, has totally erased all of that way of thinking for me and I just wish someone had taught me this from the beginning however had someone given me this book when I was 15 I'd have probably hidden it in my bedroom and just wanted to go and learn by trial and error so you know it's maybe it needed to be when I was 36 years old that I came across it anyway so the the main thing that I've learned from this book which I wanted to share with you and I'm going to remind you when I say share this I do, you don't have to be in a relationship to use the tools that I'm going to share because actually I think that they've flown on from the other podcasts that we've had about looking after ourselves um so David in the book talks about four points of balance and if you think about the times you found it really tricky in life to manage your stress levels so maybe your child left for uni and you're feeling a bit unsettled because you've kind of lost some of your purpose every day because they're not around anymore maybe you have a challenging relationship with one of your parents that never improves and you're frustrated all the time uh, but you can't do much to help the situation because as people get older it becomes more tricky maybe you hate going into your job each day because you you don't get on with the people around you or you don't feel it's very you um by having your uh, four points of balance uh in place it helps you to keep calm uh, when things trigger your stress. It helps you to stay grounded and focused so that you're in that moment and your stress doesn't become unmanageable. Um, if your four points are unbalanced, then you can become highly reactive to situations like the ones I've just given as an example. And you might be unable to make those simple, rational decisions. Everything suddenly becomes much more unstable. So, what are the four points of balance? So, the first one is called solid, flexible self. This is reflecting your... Well, if you don't have a solid, flexible self... Reflect, sorry, if you don't have a solid, flexible self, you're reflecting your personality from those around you. Um, you have a loss of your own self-identity. For me, I know as I grew up, I was very kind of adaptable to the different personality types around me. And that's great in a social situation, but actually sometimes that can be to your detriment because you lose your self-identity. People can't see who you are in all the, the things that you're taking on of other people. Um, so think about it. If everyone else in your life vanished, who would you be? What would your values and your beliefs um, in your life be? So number two is quiet mind, calm heart. I like the sound of this one. This is about soothing your own heart and relying on yourself to take care of your inner feelings and emotions. Uh, so how do you stop your, you know, when you feel like your world is falling apart, when something bad happens, what can you do for yourself if there's no one else around that helps to keep you calm, that stops you 
falling into that panic and becoming trapped. Um, so that was quiet mind, calm heart. Number three is grounded responding. This is modulating your responses to other people, events and situations. So trying not to react with a short fuse, a snappy fuse, or with the anxiety fueling how you're responding. Um, so this reminded me actually of the podcast at the beginning on disassociation. So if you can disassociate from your emotions, take a pause, just a moment to process, and then you can respond with clarity and with calmness, then, you're, then you are responding with the knowledge of what's happened rather than responding fueled by your anxiety and your emotions. So that's grounded responding. And number four, the final point is meaningful endurance. I like this one, which is part of the reason why I'm doing my podcasts, which is tolerating pain for growth. Uh, so how do you find your self-motivation to overcome pain? For example, that traditional exercising quote we all know, no pain, no gain. How do you overcome the pain? A lot of people feel the pain and they want to go for the easy option, but long term that's not helping them. So how do you overcome it? How do you overcome feeling afraid to jump into a new challenge? Okay, so I wanted to share these because I realised that actually I'm quite happy with mine, but going through the last 10 years or so, however far back I can remember, one or two might be up and down. And actually, I thought reading the Intimacy and Desire book, actually, if I can get them all in balance, let's see what happens. And um, one of them actually for me was the meaningful endurance. I have a big fear of speaking in public, even in front of small groups, which sounds ridiculous because I'm a qualified teacher and I did my graduation closing speech, but I I hate speaking in front of people or to people. So actually doing this podcast for me is meaningful endurance in a big way. <laughs> so thank you for listening um, and helping me to give this a go and for being my audience. Um, I could give you uh, another example. So at the same time as number four, being a little bit out of balance, um, I regularly um, notice that my solid, flexible self, number one, is quite out of balance and I'm very like I mentioned before um I I adapt and I enjoy chatting and conversing with other people and you know we mirror each other all the time it's a natural thing for human beings to do however if you go through a lot of time doing this and you don't take a break for yourself then you you get this feeling inside you that something's missing I think and that's when we naturally go and take time out for ourselves on our own or doing something that we love versus what the other person wants I think in a lot of friendships it's very easy to fall into if you are low on your solid flexible self it's very easy to fall into the trap that you always do what your friend suggests you always go to the places that they want you always make plans that they want you might voice what you want to do, but as soon as there's a bit of pressure, you think, oh, I don't mind, I'll do what that person wants. But actually, the longer you do this, uh, the less strength you have in your solid, flexible self, and it will take its toll long term, and you'll realise maybe you're fueled a bit by anxiety and you've got a lot of emotions there. Whereas if you can stand your ground and be more present with what you want to do with your beliefs, then you'll feel more balanced in the long term. Um 
it's actually a very, these four areas, there is so much depth you can go into for each of them. So I'm not going to talk to you this week and go into everyone and give you examples. I just wanted to give you those two examples because, you know, I took the four points and I realised a couple of mine were out of balance. So I'm now, I've chosen those and I know how I am uh, using some tools uh, to help myself to become more balanced. And actually, even just taking time for me to do this podcast, I go away and I have a cup of coffee afterwards and I think, you know, I'm really glad I did that. And I'm breathing more slowly. I'm more calm. And um, it's just a really nice feeling. So I think by doing more things uh, to keep these four points balanced, you in yourself will feel more of a calm person every day. Um, so yeah, I'm going to write quite a few notes to go against the podcast today um, because I think there's some really useful things you might want to listen to or explore in a bit more detail. And like I say, I could go into so much more depth, but I don't want to make this a really long podcast. I know the last one was about 20, 25 minutes. So thank you for your patience in listening to that one. <laughs> um, hopefully this one isn't quite so long. Um, I It's really, really great hearing from you guys. Um, I've got a couple of topics that I might be looking into that um, have come from your suggestions. And thank you very much for those of you who wondered where I was this week. That was very sweet. I will do my best to keep on top of things. Um, but I am human and sometimes things get messy. Um, yeah, so please feel free to feedback. Um, I want to remind you, as I do at the end each week, that I am just an unprofessional podcaster. I'm a mum, I work from home, and I just, I, I'm focusing on my fourth point, which is... Uh, meaningful endurance so I'm taking self-development and the things that I'm learning that I think have power and I'm trying to share them with you so that you can have a go at them in your life as well uh, what I say might not be perfect at all because of this but it's my understanding of what I've read about and it's also why I'd love to hear back because maybe you take things from a different perspective and it's great to hear what you think as well so until next week, thank you for listening and namaste.